The following podcast contains spoilers and words that my mother would prefer I did not say. We watch it. Hello everybody and welcome back to We Watched a Thing. We're back in the studio again, mate. How you feeling, Dave? I am better than I was last week, that's for sure. <laughs> last week I was a fucking wreck. Bloody COVID. Thought I was immune. <laughs> Thought I was a super superman, but it turns out I'm I can't, a regular I can't human. believe you lasted that long without catching it. I had it three times <laughs> in the time it took you to get it once, so... <laughs> yeah... Oh, hopefully I haven't just broken the seal and we'll now start getting it every few weeks just for fun. But I hope all you listeners enjoyed last week's bonus episode. At least we were able to put something up, so hopefully that was a bit of fun. But this week, we have so much to talk about, mate. We have both seen so many movies lately, and instead of, you know, doing individual episodes on them, because there's so much more coming, mate. I know. There's so much I over know. the next couple of months. So we're going to do a, a kind of spoiler-free wrap-up, I guess, of at minimum five films. Uh, and I'm curious to see if we disagree on any of those, because we both got to Meg 2, as you like to call it, Shut Up Meg, yep. <laughs> Talk To Me, uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter, and then you also got to Gran Turismo, I and I got to Asteroid City. Yeah, you're welcome to that one. <laughs> <laughs> So how about we do this? Why don't we put those in order from worst to best in our opinions? Yep. And if you've got anything else you want to chat about, then throw that in as well. So why don't you kick us off with your number four of those films? So that being the the one I enjoyed least. Yes. Um, that will be Talk To Me. Right. Um, wow. Which, okay. Let, let me press. It's not a bad film. Um, yep. in, in a lot of ways for first time directors because these guys have only done YouTube shit before yeah, um, yeah. it's an Aussie film so you kind of got a bit of a soft spot for it even though the cultural cringe makes me automatically think <laughs> it's not going to be very say, good um, yeah, you... <laughs> it's, but, but it, it's it's a solid effort it, it's, it's uh, well made I just think some of the acting was a little ropey. I think the direction, some of the inexperience came through in some of the scenes. Some of the some of the scares, I think, were genuinely good, but some in yeah. some parts, I thought it was a little bit yeah. And I think the writing was a little uneven. I think it it did itself a disservice in some of the plotting and pacing. We were a bit slow yeah. to get started, and then the good stuff started happening, and then it kind of, kind of like, well, now, you, now you've stopped the good stuff, and you're back to boring <laughs> shit again. Um, but I think it finished right. rather strongly. Um, yeah. What okay. did you make? I of mean, it? you you disagree with like ninety percent of the population. People are raving about this film, saying they it's A24's best horror. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. It People is. are going no. sick for it. It's not. So, no. <laughs> no. 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 I'm, no. I'm somewhere a little in, in between. I I think it's a it's a it's a good film. I agree with it's you that fine. it's not. It's it's, it's not a it's great. It's possibly fine. Uh, verging on solid. I wouldn't say yeah, it's right. good. I think there's too many flaws in it, but. I enjoyed it enough. Some of the scenes are very effective. Um, yeah, there are some really... I actually thought most of the acting was pretty good, but you're right. As Australians, I think it's hard for us to get past that cultural cringe because we hear that, no, don't. <laughs> like, we hear the, that. The, we're yeah, like, the, oh, you fucking I mean, both. The cold <laughs> open, I think, is one of the better, one of the best sequences in the film. I think it's really strong. It is very it, strong, but, actually, and it took me by surprise. I, I, it felt like a cross between Neighbours and Snowtown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where, where is he? Shazzer is in the back room. Oh, fucking here, I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I thought that it was solid. Um, I, I would say good. I, I'm giving talk to me a um, 
7 out of 10 and it's my third film okay. for the week yeah so on to my number 4 then the one that I did enjoy less than talk to me is Meg 2 <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know I have a feeling it might be much higher on your list I, I no no I, I I'm denied as to what to put it last yeah. or the, the, that or this you threw out a curveball though because I'm sure on your little intro to the um, bonus ep last week you said it slapped <laughs> super hard and I was like it does I, 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 watching it in the cinema I was like did I just mishear what Billy said or is he doing another fast 10 and just being a contrarian no see here's my problem you know that I love monster movies yeah. and I love bad monster movies and the best review I saw of this film is that it's for people who want their sci-fi channel movies to have a hundred million dollar budget <laughs> and that's absolutely true that's all this film is the thing with this film for me is it's highs are quite high like the bits where I, I was having fun I was having a lot of fun the final 40 minutes on Fun Island yeah if that had have been the entire movie which let's it's basically Piranha at that point yeah but if that had but if been you're the watching the trailer, movie, that is the entire movie. There is not oh, a right. Hint. I haven't seen the, the trailer, trailer. Doesn't have a hint of this completely extraneous espionage side plot. Well, which that's the thing. Was yeah. unnecessary. You didn't. I, I like Sienna Guillory, but she didn't need to be there. None of yeah. none of that side plot needed to be there. It added nothing other than to take you away from giant scary monsters, which is why we were agreed. All there. Yeah, yeah. The the first half. I think takes itself far too seriously as well. Like once it gets into the fun island stuff and you got that ridiculous people running away from monsters and big sharks and Jason Statham fucking jet skiing at sharks and punching them in the face. Like yeah. that's what you want. And, that's and what you come there for. Uh, what's his name? Jin, whatever. Um, who apparently is one of the top action stars in China. I mean, yeah, right. But he was great. He, 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 was, he was, yeah. Fifty-fifty with Statham in, in doing yes. cool, unbelievable yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. So the bits that were good were really good, but that first, honestly, hour, it mm. it's really slow. It's not fun. It's so dull, and it takes it, itself so seriously. I was quite. I mean, I was. I mean, you know, I was looking forward to this because the trailer. Yeah. The trailer is a masterclass in how to extract all the good shit and put it on screen. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm. I do kind of like Ben Wheatley. He's an odd choice yep. for this sort of film, and I don't think they should give him one again because it's not his forte, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I was interested to see what he could bring. Um, the answer, as it turns out, is very little. He, he yeah. Could have been any old Asylum Studios director on this, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was annoyed that they fridged Su Yin, who was I, I really liked from the first one, who yep. just yep. inexplicably is is dead, been <laughs> fridged off screen before we start. Yeah. For no reason. Why? Yes. Unless, and I did hear Paul uh, hint at this on the countdown in their review. Um, apparently, there is a situation where a number of Chinese actors have been. Have been banned. Yeah. From, yeah. Um, kind yes. of. Because of they'd, they'd, uh, speaking out against things that the government didn't want them to speak out against uh, and now not unable to work. So possibly she fell foul of that. Um, yeah right which okay fair enough you've got to work around that but um, if that's not the case I think it's unforgivable that they <laughs> not only fridged her but fridged her off screen before the film even starts for no reason just yes. so you can have Statham be the godfather figure without any <laughs> no, annoying yeah. actual parents in the way yeah um, yep. but other than that I mean there, there's enough funny stuff in this that I, I 
didn't regret my time with it. it no, it absolutely. Didn't, it didn't, and and I, I, I realise I'm in the minority here. People who weren't annoyed at films that annoyed the shit out of me, like Uncharted and Moonfall, uh, yeah, I are, like those are incensed by this one. This didn't anger me at all. I, just, I enjoyed it for the big, dumb, yeah, Sharknado same. stupidity that it, that it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, good to have Cliff Curtis <laughs> back. Good to have yep. JP or whatever his name is, who's gone off and not only taught himself how to swim, but become a super-powered marine with <laughs> yeah. a desert eagle and yeah, fucking mace. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, 100%. Not only, like, this movie's absolutely a pass for me. I liked all four of the movies that I watched this week. So this is a 6 out of 10 for me, even though it is my lowest of the, the week. Yeah, so, I reckon I'd probably give this about a, a 6 and, and it's purely based on enjoyment not the quality of the film yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to me I'd probably give like a five and a half it's it's just a pass because I think some of the scenes like um, when the younger brother finally sort of takes the the hand challenge and gets smashes his face that that was really affecting stuff yeah, um, and yeah. very, very well done. And then they revisit it and do as if he's not beaten up enough. They get do get him to smash himself around some yeah. more later on. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So is is Meg two your number three of the yeah. week? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Sure. Well, talk to me is my my number three. So we're back to you for your number two. All right. This is where it gets difficult because I really enjoyed both um, Gran Turismo and Demeter. Wow, that's a Wow. Okay, um, that's a big, uh, you know, recommendation for Gran Turismo. I wasn't even sure I was going to see it because the trailer, which I have seen a heap, looks fucking abysmal. Oh no! But I, you're now like I've, the third person I've heard say that it's pretty good. Opinions appear to, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to put, I am going to put this at, at two. Um, okay. Yeah. Sorry, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it now. Um, I it, it appears to have been quite polarizing because I have heard people go. That this is this film is finally proof that District Nine was a fluke and Neil Blomkamp is a shit director. See, I, I fucking hate District Nine, so I don't think he's ever made anything good. <laughs> you need to check out uh, the Oates Studio stuff on Netflix, the short films that he's been that he did over. Yeah, there. okay. They are really solid. Yeah, really, cool. really solid. And you, you've got people like Sigourney Weaver and Elle Fanning and oh, proper shit. people. Um, they're very, very good. Um, but yeah, he is he is hit and miss. You know, yep. let's not talk about crappy uh that's yeah less said the better and i like district nine so you know he can do good stuff um no i this to me is is kind of like a sister film for ford v ferrari yeah um and that's because i'm a complete neophyte with motor racing so they're they're just car (laughs) films um the um cinematography is Gorgeous. The racing scenes okay. are yeah, right. so exhilarating. Some of the best I've ever seen. I think they've done a really good job of showing the mentality of our main character, who is, for those that don't know, is a won a competition as being the best, one of the best Gran Turismo PlayStation players in the world, and they yeah. stick him in inside a real car, which sounds fucking ridiculous but apparently it's a true story and and i noticed that they seem to have upped that in the marketing too whether maybe they got that feedback that that is what makes it interesting yeah, but yeah, i noticed I, now yeah. even the title of the film on the cinema website is gran turismo colon a true story yeah so <laughs> well, it, because it, it seems ridiculous 
And if yeah, I didn't yeah. know that, one of the first things I would say in, in reviewing it is, well, obviously the premise is completely cooked and this could never happen in real life. Yeah. Um, but not only is it true, but over the closing credits, you do see side-by-side -side, um, scenes from the film and scenes from yeah, right. of, of the real guy. And the real guy was the stunt double of uh, Archie Medecque or whatever his name is, who's the, the, you know, the main character in the film. Yeah, so, right. And, and okay. he has gone on. Uh, I forget the number now. He's he's done shitloads of races. He's he's kept going at it, and he is a professional racer. So it's it's all legit, which yeah, to me yeah. adds a huge amount to the the experience of watching the film. Um, but I found it. I uh, I found uh, the, the acting's really good. The relationship between he and David Harbour is is really well rendered and and progresses nicely over the course of the film um i, I found it exciting he's got a, uh, the relationship with his father played by jamon hunsu is really touching i could have actually done yeah. a little bit more of that but i think what you do get is well done um i, I found it really solid I, I was pleasantly surprised i was went in expecting you know not too much I, you yeah. know i expected to kind of like it because i like harbor i like orlando bloom um you know there's there's people in there that i like but no yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoyed it yeah, right, because the trailer to me looks terrible, and I wonder if they've since changed the marketing now that they seem to be pushing that true story aspect, because the trailer to me looks like, okay, so it's a car version of The Last Starfighter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it just seems ridiculous. Um, that's interesting. I mean, okay. it, at its core, you win a video game and you get to fly the real thing or drive the real thing. It, it yeah. is basically the same. <laughs> Yeah. So, the, so do, do you think that the movie would be, if it was this exact same movie, but without knowing that it's based on a true story, or like, do you think you'd find it as good? No. I would still okay. enjoy it. It, it, yeah. it is a solid, well-made film, and I would still enjoy it, and I would still find it exciting, but I would think it's a bit far-fetched. Knowing yeah. that all of the shit that's far-fetched is actually real... And, yeah. and and all the scene, you know, beat for beat, it, it is uh, from what I can gather, pretty close to the truth. Yeah, all right. of, all the major plot beats, um, good and you know, happy and sad, uh, all actually happened. Um, and I, I, it, it definitely adds to it when it's a, yeah, when it's cool. a story that's this outlandish. Well, I've got a free day tomorrow, so maybe I'll try get to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, okay. I, well, I, that I, means that... I reckon I'd give this a, like a seven and a half. Okay, cool. Well, that means that my number two is your number one, because my number two is Dracula, You're Voyage of the Demeter. Fucking hell, you've got that fucking bullshit at number one. <laughs> All right, carry on. I didn't love this movie as much as I was hoping to. I think there's a lot about it that really works. Um, I've spoken at length on the show before about how I believe I was a whaler in a past life. So all of the stuff on the boat, I love it. I love it. And I think the acting's really solid. The screenplay is great. To be able to take a chapter from a book... Not even and a turn chapter. It into, yeah, like and a turn segment into, from a captain's log. <laughs> yeah, and turn it into a fully fleshed out film mm. that doesn't overstay its runtime at all. It feels perfect in terms of pacing and length. I think it's really strong. There are some aspects I don't like. I don't like the the look of our creature, Dracula. Oh, really? Yeah. It really does not do it for me. I think he's too demonic. 
and I think that so much of what makes Dracula work is his charm. Like he's supposed to be a sexy motherfucker. Mm. Like, oh, and but, I know that we're only seeing him in like his vampiric state well, that's here. The, yeah, that's why I liked the little coda that we had in the pub in England, where, where you he's, just he's see almost him with his kind human of hat and because tails, he, yeah. the more he feeds, the the more he sort of becomes more and more human looking and he, yeah. he, he regains his speech and it sort of, you know, kind of like uh, Nick Cage in Renfield when yeah. when he yeah. goes from, you know, gets more and more charming and, and erudite and, and polished as he slowly reforms. And I got the sense that that's what Uvridar was doing here, that he, yeah. he wanted, you I know, it... he wanted to show... Because I, I did like the way that they made it really clear that Dracula had set himself up to survive this voyage where yeah. basically the entire crew were there as a drip-fed smorgasbord so that he could space out yeah. his limited blood supply over these months month-long voyage. Yeah. So he knew that he would be just surviving the whole way there because he only had sort of six people to last him yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks. Um and so he was going to be basically in his basest form the whole way there. And then yeah. once he could go to town and just gorge himself, <laughs> suddenly in, then you see him sort of in his suit with his cane and he's yeah. still a little yeah. bit bestial, but he's, yeah. he's, he's getting like that. there. I feel like that was done better in Renfield, though, because you do, you've got Nick Cage there the whole time bringing that element of human to it, whereas... This was a fully CG animated Dracula for the entire film. Oh, I don't it very think he's much a monster. Very well. I, uh, but I think deliberately, I think he was really trying to make sure that he was presenting a, a completely different view of a character that's been, let's face it, yeah. the, the, the dapper suit wearing Dracula's kind of been done to death for the last 80, 90 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wasn't wanting that. I think I was just wanting something a little bit more in between have it, rather you than know, like straight up demon. But I'm with you. I think the acting's really, really solid. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Davis Seaforth. Uh, Liam Cunningham, I, I thought, was yeah. fabulous in this. Um, particularly um, at the end after, uh, and also, quite surprisingly, spoilers, <laughs> we, we get a kid getting killed. Um, yes, which I actually didn't, didn't think would see happen. that coming. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and not done subtly. <laughs> yeah. We, we get him butchered by a demon then we get to have him come back and burst into flames and die again so yes. a double yeah. gut punch um really really good um actually franciosi fabulous once again give her more yes. films give her yes, more films 100% give her more yep um yeah and i thought the set design <clears throat> production design oh, score and everything was fantastic stunning. too it all really led into that world building you know there's that fucking great moment it's so small but when all the rats have disappeared from the mm. ship and they're like, you know, a ship without rats yeah. just isn't right. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, that's gross, but I, I like that world building from it. Yeah. You know? and, and, and you could imagine if you spend, because um, oh, I sh should mention probably the acting MVP is David Dothmackian. He was yeah. almost unrecognized. You compare that with the Suicide Squad. Man, that guy's got range. Um, yeah. But when he's... Fight, even though he knows they need to sink the ship, 
but he's sort of pushing back and going, no, 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 this is my home. Yeah. And when you, if you basically live on this ship, having the rats, rats absent would be, you wouldn't be able to sleep with the silence because you'd, you'd yeah. be used to the scratching and the, all the rest of it. And then suddenly having yep. that absent, the whole, it would be as creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I liked this movie a lot. And I, I don't know if the ending was purposefully kind of leading, setting itself up for a sequel, but I'd watch one for sure. Oh, 100%. yeah. I, I don't think it is, but I'm with you. I, I'm I'm 100% there. I want to see what happens immediately after that yep. scene. Give us a fucking dark universe. I'd love a dark universe. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a 7.5 out of 10 on this one, and it's my number two. Yeah, I, I sort of... Yeah, I can't quite go to an eight. Seven and a half, yeah. But but yeah. I, it's a high seven and a half. I really do I really did enjoy it. Yeah, nice. Um, well that, that's your number yeah, one. I'm still here for anything Andre Hufratal wants to throw at me. He's he's <laughs> four for four now. I've loved everything he's done. Yep. Well that's your number one, which means my number one is of course <sighs> Asteroid City. <laughs> which you would hate. But I have to say, for me, and I'm real, I'm gonna have to message our good friend Julio from the Contrarians and get his take a on giant this. Giant fucking wank um, over it. Because <laughs> this is this is my favorite Anderson. Now this oh, really? is 100 wow. percent my favorite was Anderson. It's by far his most whimsical and Jesus quirky. Uh, you know, it's it's a really interesting one. It simultaneously tells us the making of a play. While also showing us the play, of course it um, does. <laughs> God, he's a wanker. And I actually love it because it. No one in this movie talks like how a person talks in real life. There's not a single realistic, you know, three D character in this film. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. It's it's made for me. It's just it's quirky. The cinematography, of course, is absolutely gorgeous. The score is incredible. I'm sure that you would hate it, Dave. Like, I'm not even... I wouldn't recommend this to you at all. <laughs> but if you're the kind of person who has liked, for example, Wes Anderson's previous films, or if you just like kind of quirky, offbeat indie films, this is great. Eight and a half out of ten for me. Oh, by far the best thing, Wes Anderson thing uh, ever, is not actually by him. It's by SNL. <laughs> I'm sure you, you, you must have seen the... I don't parody. recall it. Uh, the Midnight Cottery of Sinister something or other. It's got Ed Norton in it and yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, I think Kristen Wiig plays Gwyneth Paltrow. And, and it, it is... I'll send you a link. It, it yeah, is, yeah. It is the most Wes Anderson thing ever. <laughs> I realised too that another film that we both saw at the cinemas within the last little while that we haven't actually spoken about on the show is Sisu. Yes! So let's kind of retroactively where would that fit in your Ooh. list which i guess is now a top five yeah um probably smack dab in the middle just under gran right. turismo um okay. it's terribly hugely enjoyable uh yeah. lots of fun i i and i'm casting my mind back a few months now i think but um i from memory i did think it dragged a little uh, okay. In parts, the you know the the big the, the big actiony bits were all fantastic, um, but uh, I did find it slow in a couple of sections. But by and large, um, better than John Wick. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, for me, it would be my number two, right uh, between Asteroid City and Demeter. Um, I liked it a lot. I thought that the action was great. The acting was fantastic. And like you said, it's just a lot of fun. I think I'm going to go out there and say this is the most fun film about just eviscerating Nazis. This is better than Inglorious Bastards for me. Oh, wow. It's, It's a lot more fun. It's a lot quicker and sharper and harder i think um you know it's it's a classic revenge plot really it's just this yeah dude, I, I, it, it's, it is very john wick that's actually a very apt comparison really don't just really him. think of it as a war film or a nazi no, film absolutely or a, not it's, it's basically just a foreign john wick sent a little bit longer ago yeah because yeah. it, it, it's really is it's, a, it's sort of the unrealistic one man versus everything yeah um yep but more enjoyable than the Wick films, I think. <laughs> and um, that, that well, it's not the final scene, but one of the later scenes where um, the girls drive the tank back yes, in the village yeah. and all pop out. That was just so good. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun. And like, I mean, you need to be a certain kind of person to find this film fun because it's extremely gory and extremely violent. But yeah. it is it is done with such gleefulness. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, he he survives more than Harrison Ford did in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. Like it it's it's hyper real in terms yes. of not just the violence, but what he is able to endure over yep. the course of the film um culminating in the fucking plane crash which is just phenomenally good it is yeah <clears throat> all right well there we go that's that's a quick mini review of six films um yeah seven films seven films yep so there you go all right do you have anything else that you want to touch on uh, you can all happily skip the new fucking netflix action money bags thing with gal Gadot. it's just as forgettable as fucking red notice and most of their other previous thing i don't know why they can't manage to get this right i liked gray man maybe they just need fucking ryan gosling and everything every oh. other one of their big budget action things and they're up to about five or six now yeah. six underground sucked um, wasn't uh, wasn't Extraction and Extraction Two Netflix? Oh you liked those. shit, maybe. Yeah. All right. There you so go. They, 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 <laughs> all right. They need Gosling or Thor. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Red Notice was obviously a complete bag of ass. Um, yeah. Six Underground was a fucking train wreck. Um, this is cut from exactly the same cloth. It's trying to be. It feels like a. They're, they're trying to create a Bond franchise, yeah. But with Gal Gadot instead of Bond, yeah. Um, that's the kind of stupid level, you know, God's eye level of Fast and Furious type MacGuffin-y plot. But it's just not. It, it's so forgettable, yeah. And considering the amount of money that would have been thrown at it, we, we've got to be talking over one hundred and fifty mil, probably closer to two hundred. Given, you know, you've got to pay Gal Gadot and you've got to pay. Yeah. fucking 50 shades whatever his name is um and then all the set pieces traveling all over the world blowing shit up um yeah cgi galore you know the budget must be huge and they still can't nail it fucking, yeah 
I, I know he was in Six Underground, but at least when they get Ryan Reynolds on for, for shit like Adam Project, I think that was a Netflix one, wasn't it? I think so, um, yeah. Yep. At least you've got some charisma in there. Gal Gadot's got less charisma in every every film she does. She's got her charisma started out at a fucking 11. Yeah, that's and, true, and actually. And it's fucking at a three now. She's just that, that, that is forever. true, yeah. Um, so, yeah, skip on that. But on a positive note, I went back and I finished Bad Sisters. Hey, you finished it. I did. It. <laughs> fucking great show. Wow, that's nice. so solid all the way to the end. Finished nice. so strongly. And I saw there's a season two. I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I didn't know I, that. I did yeah. read uh, Sharon Horgan was um, interviewed saying, oh, she wants to see what happens to these characters after, in the aftermath of all of this. So I don't know if it's going to be maybe a bit more dramatic and have less sort of smaller comedy beats, but um, yeah, right. super happy. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that from start to finish and I'm now back on Catastrophe into season two. So... Excellent. I'm, I'm all over the Horgan at the moment. Nice, nice. And uh, you uh, also uh, guested over on our Good Mate John's uh, show. I did, just yes. Recently. Um, yes. Thankfully, it was the first day I had a voice after about six days of not being able to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, um, over on their um, patron feed, uh, I joined John and Mike, to, and we did our top five films of 1983, which yes. is uh, a lot of fun. Um, nice. We had some great discussion about some some really classic stuff there. Um, I think it, I think it's only going to be available for patrons over there. But if anyone's a patron of the pint, um, you will see me over there. Excellent. Nice. All right. Well, what are we going to get to next week, mate? There is more coming out. I and, and more that I didn't even know about. What did I? There were a couple of trailers for shit that I, I mean, fuck me. We got the trailer for David Gordon Green's attempt to dig up the corpse of the exorcist and yeah i didn't know that was coming out either but i saw that on the coming soon page yeah i mean we'll have to we'll have to talk about it but i it i just i'm not the world's biggest halloween fan i I recognize its importance and i love john carpenter but um i revisited the original halloween only a year or so ago and really annoyed Paul when I gave it, I think, a three and a half out of five on Letterboxd <laughs> yeah. and said, oh, it hasn't held up very well. And he, I think he fucking had unfriended me on the spot. Um, but I, even I was offended by what he did to that franchise. And I think The Exorcist is the greatest movie ever made. So you can only imagine my trepidation now that he's been given the fucking reins to that. And he's got fucking <laughs> Ellen Burstyn back in it. Talk yeah. about pissing on the grave. Jesus. Um <laughs> That trailer did not make me at all excited for that. Um, yeah. there, I mean, there's lots coming there's out. There's another We've horror. Haunted there, there was, mansion, what, what's the um, past lives? Did you get a trailer for the? Uh, um, there's some uh, Indian horror film, English English language, but uh, predominantly Indian cast. No, horror I film? don't think I did. Oh, I can't think what it's called now. I got that in uh, um, both Talk to Me and Demeter. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Yeah, can't think now. But we did get the tra- uh, trailers for fucking Dunk Part 2. That's looking fucking amazing. What's that? Oh, I call it Dunk because he can't use a font that makes sense. Villeneuve's thing. Oh, Dune. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Hey, we also have The Nun 2 coming oh, out fuck soon. fuck off. Theatre camp Seriously. people have been raving about. 
why have we got another nun film? <laughs> and and from memory, I've, I've got a, you know, I did get a trailer for that as well. But oh, and Saw X, the creator. There's a lot coming out over the next couple the, months. The nun looks terrible. Well, it did have one jump scare that, that not only made me jump, but it made me jump the second time I got the trailer later in the same <laughs> day. So obviously it's not a bad one. But fucking hell. Stop making films in the Conjuring universe. They're not good anymore. And stop putting Farmigas in it. We've got Baby Farmiga now. Give me Final Girls right. 2 instead. Well, we'll figure out what we're going to get to next week. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and X at uh, wewatchedathing. Uh, if you want to help support the show, listen to bonus episodes and whatnot, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash we watch the thing and we'll catch you next week. See ya.